0: Hi friends, welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. So happy to be here with you today as our Enneagram Summer 2019 continues. The music in the background is from our good friend, Mr. Ryan O'Neill. You may know him as Sleeping At Last, as we've done with every Enneagram show. We're almost finished, as we've done with every Enneagram Summer 2019 show. The music in the background is the instrumental of the Enneagram 8 song. Make sure you get a chance to go and listen to the song and read the lyrics. It will just help you C into two eights in a totally different way that I think will be really helpful and hand-holding for today's episode. Make sure you grab any and all of Ryan O'Neill's music. He's just brilliant. Today on the show, our Enneagram Eights are my friend Annie and Patrick. And so, yes, there are two Annie's. And yes, it is Annie that is married to Dave Barnes. That is the she, she'll tell you in the show, she's the last member of their family to be on the show since all the kids were on the podcast last Christmas. And so, Annie and Patrick are here today, bringing their full eightness, but giving us a real look into the best parts of being an eight. I have been interested as you guys have been listening to shows and giving me feedback that a lot of people are concerned about experiences with eights, but they are really tender hearted, lovely people that are also really strong and we are grateful for that. So I hope today that you will get to hear a different side of the eights and I hope that you will fall in love with them in new and beautiful ways. But first up, before we hear from Patrick and Annie... We get to talk to our friend, your Enneagram coach, Beth McCord, who will kind of give us an overview of the eights. All right, friends, let's talk about Enneagram eights. We've got our dear friend, Beth McCord with us, your Enneagram coach and yourenneagramcoach.com. Tons of resources, everything you can need, whether you're a beginner at this, whether you want to learn more after you've heard your type or whether you're deep diving and want to become a coach or figure out you and your spouse or your and your partner and so you got all that for us. Got all that for you. I love you, Beth. Okay, Beth, let's talk about the eights. We've yes. done it. We're we're tracking our way through. We've got the first th- seven shows behind us. Yep. People are more sympathetic and loving their fr- number friends better. I hope so. Tell me
1: about the eights. Yeah, and this is one I really want people to listen in on because eights can be very misunderstood. Yes. Um, I have an eight wing, so yes. I have an Trinity. You know, yeah. like, oh, I feel for you guys. But they can be very misunderstood. So the core fear of the eight is being weak powerless, controlled, harmed, and at the mercy of injustice. They desire to protect themselves and those in their inner circle. So they have a really tight, small inner circle, and they're going to do anything Mm -hmm. for them to protect Mm -hmm. them, but also probably anyone that's innocent or at the mercy of injustice. So if they see injustice, it's like a Diet Coke that has a lid off. If they see an injustice, it's like a mento being put in. It's like poof, like instantaneous I mean, they're moving in. They're getting things done. Right Now, the core weakness of the eight is um, excess or lust for intensity, control, power. Um, they have a zeal for life. Now, that's not all bad. And here, here's why. So I talk about eights as being a big snow plow. So I grew up in the Midwest. Uh-huh. And we have like, it could be a foot of snow. You're not going to go anywhere unless you have these massive diesel snow trucks. Yep. And we need them. So if there's a highway that needs to be plowed, man that is who you call, right? Yeah. And you rely on them. Well, an aide, when they see something needs to be done, they it's like they have blinders on and they're going. Uh-huh. And they have a job and they're going to do it really well. And they're leaders. So we want them to do that. But... We also want them to recognize if there's someone in front of them. That's right. Or on the side of the road. Like, don't nick them on the side of the road and don't (laughs) plow over. And a lot of times they're not meaning to. They don't even know their intensity and the power they have. Mm -hmm. Um, They think they're just being them.
0: They know they're strong, but they don't realize how it can be perceived sometimes. Yeah, because actually
1: what you'll find is when people say, oh, I'm intimidated by you. They're like, what? Yeah. Like, they do
0: not. Especially female eights. I feel like they get the worst rap of anybody on the Enneagram. Yeah, but, oh, their hearts are amazing. And when they're on your team... They're unstoppable. I have
1: eights on my team, and I'm like, you go. Yes, that's right. This is your role. I'm not touching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you've got me. That's right. And they love that, and I know that they've got my back. So really what we want them to be is that snowplow, but we want them to be able to see enough ahead of them to see if there's anyone there. Ah. So having that empathy, that understanding, and saying, hey, I see you, Mm -hmm. I see your weakness, or I see how I could maybe be too powerful Mm -hmm. or intimidating. Mm -hmm. Why don't you get behind me, and I'll plow this path for you. Mm -hmm. So think of Martin Luther King, Jr., We assume because we don't know he never told us. We assume he was a type eight and a healthy type eight because there's a lot of people in the civil rights movement. Yeah, but he took all the brunt on himself. Right, and that's just such a beautiful gift of an eight. So it it could be a female eight or a male eight that does that, and they are actually some of the most tender on the enneagram, Mm -hmm. but they don't show it because they've been betrayed and blindsided, where they've put up kind of like this external shield. And it's really hard for them to be vulnerable because are you going to blindside me? You know, can I trust you? Mm -hmm. Um, And so think about their heart as being like having a third degree burn. Like if your arm is burnt, you're going to do everything you can to protect it. You're not just going to have it out there. Um, And so that's what I really want people to understand about AIDS is they're actually very tenderhearted, very thoughtful. You just got to put time in with them. You just got to put time in with them. So yeah. What does God say to them? Yeah. So their core longing is you will not be betrayed. Mm. And. Christ was the most betrayed. Right, He knows exactly what it feels like. And when he says he's not going to betray or forsake you, you can absolutely lean on him. And what a freedom for someone who can't see it anywhere around them. Like even with their
0: most beloveds, they still, you know, I don't know. Are you strong enough for me? But Mm. Christ is. Okay. What is their gift to us? Besides like boss, they just like take it and go.
1: Well, and that is, um, like, If you have an eight that is really healthy, you can trust them Mm -hmm. and place that trust in them and go... If there's something you're unsure of or you need to talk about, just be direct with them. Mm-hmm. They want you to be honest and blunt. And as a type nine saying that, yeah. that, can, that can be like tricky for me. But for now me that too. I know it, I'm like, no, I can say that. Mm-hmm. I can say what needs to be said and they honor it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when I'm kind of, you know, going around the bush mm-hmm. that they're like, are you blindsiding me? Are you yeah, manipulating me? Yeah. So just be direct with them. But the gift that they give is oh, they know exactly what needs to happen and who's the best person to do it. And if you just give them that charge and let them run with it, it's
0: amazing. Yeah. And their big hearted generosity. Yeah. And they do not give up if they get something in oh, their yeah. hearts. I just had breakfast today with an eight who's been wanting to do this thing. Yeah. And she just keeps texting me. Hey, I still want it. I still want it. I'm like. I got you, girl. We're going to yeah. do it. Yeah. They're I love awesome. it. Okay. So what should we listen for in this conversation with these two eights?
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, you're going to hear probably um, a lot of directness, um, authenticity. They're the most authentic on the Enneagram. So you're going to hear just a lot of um, this is who they are, uh-huh. very blunt, straightforward. And you're going to probably feel the power and the energy in the conversation, yeah. especially with you having an eight wing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also hear depth. I think you're going to find a lot of depth coming out in a lot of sorrow. Mm. And it whether it comes out with tears or with energy, they're
0: going to have a lot of power and emotions behind what they're saying, yeah. but it's going to be really, really beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Let's listen to our conversation now with our Enneagram 8s, Patrick and another Annie. Hey, wait, Patrick, back up and say, you have not listened to any of the Enne- no, summer I 2019 No, shows. I haven't
2: listened to any of them. Why? Why? Yeah. Cuz I wanted to come in cold. I wanted to come in. I I know that what we're about to do here yes will be epic. Epic. <laughs> who needs to who needs who needs to hear what others have done?
0: <laughs> Everything you're saying is 100%. Oh my gosh. I know. I know.
3: <laughs> but, Annie, you have it?
0: listened to some of them.
3: Yes, I've listened. Yeah, because you wanted
0: to be prepped to do it right. Well,
3: and, yeah, that, and I've been interested in it.
0: Yeah. It's been really fun. It's been one of the more fun things we've gotten to do around here lately, but I'm enjoying it. But eights, let me tell you the first thing that happened when we started talking about this in response to eights. Everyone is scared of you. Right.
2: That's true. It's true.
0: I mean, a lot of people are waiting on the eight show because they say things to me like, I want to like the eights, so I want to hear the eight show. Does that feel like a true experience in your life? Because I'm a big eight fan. Eights have never, because yeah. I
3: wing so hard eight that I'm yeah. like, yeah, I get y'all.
2: Yeah, no, do you, you want to?
3: Well, I feel like I want to like the eights too, and I am an eight. <laughs> yeah. So I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well, good luck, everybody.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, so uh, the, the way that it usually works, is that female 8s have it the worst. Of all the numbers. Of all the numbers.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's true,
3: Annie? Um, It's hard to be misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel
2: that. And so because a male 8, like a lot of people will think, oh, well, he's an aggressive male. He's probably, now that I know this tool, oh, he's an 8 because he's so Mm. uh, aggressive or like a bull in a china shop kind of thing. So w- what I say is that for either for, for either one of those camps, male or female, if you're experiencing like some something that is very hostile or, or whatever you think of when you think of the eights in your life, mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, I, I'll, I'll say, and it's because they're in average space of an eight. Mm-hmm. You can come in contact with a healthy eight and it'd be great. Yeah. And they're still going to do what an eight's going to do, what a type eight would potentially do. But I think there is something very beautiful, and that's what all the types, Yeah. when they're in healthy space, all the types can be wonderful on a team, wonderful in yeah. the family, wonderful in friendships. So. Tell
0: me what got y'all, Annie, start. Tell me what got you into Enneagram. And then, Patrick, I want you to tell me, too, what made you even, and how you figured out you're an eight.
3: Okay, so like I was trying I was thinking about this before what year it was but it was early it was probably 8 years ago Dave got into the Enneagram cuz his a couple of his friends like were really into it and back then nobody had heard of the Enneagram really so he's taking the test and figured out his number and he's like Annie you've got to take this test and we were in Asheville North Carolina in a house staying with a bunch of people and I'm, like, sitting on the couch, and I'll never forget taking this test. And, like, immediately I'm, I, t- I take the whole test and get, like, my highest numbers. Mm-hmm. And then I start reading about all the highest numbers I got. And immediately I was like, ugh, I'm an eight. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it was, it, was, it was the negative things about an eight mm. that, like, solidified this is me.
0: Yeah, when you saw the like pain points and the, the oh, unhealthy yes. decisions. all and, of yeah. it.
3: Yeah. yeah. All the, the like, how to get along with me, be direct, be honest, don't flatter me, like all of those things. And then what, what do I look like? What are, what are my like vices? All mm-hmm. of that stuff. I was like, ugh, this is so terrible, but this is but so But yet yeah, you me. still
0: chose to make Enneagram part of your life to some degree.
3: Yeah, because it was so, it turned into being like such a useful tool in our marriage, like, specifically, because Dave, my husband, is... But he's a very good friend of the pod. <laughs> he's a good yeah. friend. He's been on yeah. a lot. Soccer, music, all the things. Santa. He uses, yeah, he <laughs> was... Involved in an episode with Santa, possibly? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. In fact, I actually was thinking about that I'm the last of my immediate family to be on. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right. Because <laughs>
0: all the kids were on, too, at Christmas. That's
2: exactly well, welcome. right. you I'm glad you're here. Yeah, now
0: we've, now we've done the full barn <laughs> yeah. circle. Yeah, that's, that's exactly amazing. right. That's amazing. That's really
3: funny. <laughs> but I think it was really helpful for Dave in our marriage to know that he always says, like, I have to remind myself it's what you say, not how you say it. Mm. Like that, a lot of times my directness and my like, like s- straight to the pointness can come across as like, "ouch," you know. Mm. And Dave is he receives things a very he's a very sensitive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, person. And so, I think it really helped our marriage a lot because he was not reading me well, and so it turned into like a really helpful tool for us to understand each other. And that was before we had kids even, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, so yeah, I saw a lot of really significant benefits from learning about it. And anytime you like learn about yourself, whether it's good or bad, it's helpful. It can be a a good tool. So, right. That's
2: great. Yeah. Patrick, how'd you figure it out? We were, um, our staff at, the church I I I work at. Yeah, so you're a pastor on I'm a staff a pastor at a on church. Yeah. church here in town. And we did it. Oh, it's been at least 20 the year was like 2013, 2014.
0: Yeah, I was going to say cuz we've been friends since you were in college mm-hmm. and but you've been on church staff for Yeah. 7 years? 7, 7 okay. plus, okay. yeah. Uh
2: but yeah, so it was it was about that time so several a few it's been a few years ago now that we learned about it. We brought in a Suzanne's to Bill, yeah, and she can, so did we, and yeah, and Episode she one. she taught us this tool, and I walked into the retreat very skeptical because mm-hmm. I was like, I've done the Myers Briggs, mm-hmm. I've done mm-hmm. all of these personality, I don't want to be involved right. in another one, right? Why, like, why do we have to do this? And she start so when she goes through uh, teaching the different types. She starts with eights. She
0: starts with eight. I was supposed to start with eight. I've learned. She starts with eights.
2: And when she was in, I was like,
0: what? You know why she Get talks up. about eights too? Because mm-hmm. she says eights won't stay if you don't talk about them first, and sevens won't stay if you do. Right. So you talk about eights first, so they'll listen to everybody else. Yeah. You talk about sevens last, so that they'll sit through everybody yeah, else. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's very true.
2: Yeah. It's like when someone goes, as they say, go through your laundry, go mm-hmm. through your mail. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this woman is she's she's got some magic up her yeah. sleeves. Yeah. What is this thing? Yeah. And so I was so it it just kind of hit me and I, I knew right away, um, that I was this type. And even as I listened to the other ones, uh, being taught to me, I was like, yeah, it's definitely, mm-hmm. that is, that is definitely the type that is, uh, within me. And so I, I find it to be very useful, very helpful. It is not the end all be all thing it's for me. It's just a me. tool. For me, it's just a tool. It's a wonderful tool. Mm-hmm. It teaches me a lot about me, but also about others. And yeah. that's that's what... So I have grace with myself, and I have grace with my friends and family and co-workers. That is why I love it. So you will never see me wear uh, an eight shirt or an eight <laughs> coffee mug. Oh my
0: gosh, if both of y'all would come in with eight shirts.
2: <laughs> Literally, that is... The opposite of how you're supposed to use the tool. Yeah, that's right. Sorry to everybody who likes to wear, oh,
0: look at me. I right. do have an Enneagram 7 mug.
2: That's fine. Th- that's but it was fine. a gift. Someone gave that's
0: it to a me. That's a gift, so yeah. I'll,
2: that's acceptable. Thank mm-hmm. you. But I'm not going to get a tattoo that's like, I'm bossy. Can like, you- I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going that. Are you going to get a tattoo
0: that says I'm bossy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. But I, I, I love it.
0: My life spin. is a tattoo that I'm bossy. Everybody knows, <laughs> right? Like, my eight thing right, is strong, right,
2: right, know? right. So, that's so kind of I have, how I have right.
0: a question for you, Patrick. I would love to know is it different for you as a black man, as an eight? Then is your experience different? Is there different things going on?
2: Oh, uh, sure. I mean, black males, you know, angry black man, right? Yeah. That's kind of a, a stereotype. That's something that exists in our culture. And so if that already exists, angry black man, and then you're an eight on top of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Makes you get it, misread it, yeah, all the time. misread all the time. Yeah, that's interesting. And so that makes it a really interesting um, life to live. Yeah, it makes it where... hard to talk
0: about justice maybe because people think you're mad when yeah. you're an eight.
2: Because people think we're always mad. Mm. Most eights, I'll speak for myself, you will know when we're really mad. Yes. It will be very clear. Yeah. But most of the time, we're not. We just, mm. it just comes out of our mouths that it's way. It's just direct. It's just direct. Yeah. It's very direct. And some eights who have, I would say, who are in health, have learned, like, they don't want to hear that. Mm. So I'm not going to share it with you. Because you're not going to be able to hear it the way that I want you to receive it. And so and I think that's over time you Mm -hmm. learn that. And Mm -hmm. honestly, being a pastor, people are like, how does an eight be a pastor? What in the world? It's like I think that if I wasn't, who knows what kind of a human I would be because I'm in this position where... Being a person of grace and love and peace is kind of like kind of your jam. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. my my grace, yeah, 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 my grace, peace, and love is just very direct.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Annie, do you feel yourself? I, I think in friendship with you, you edit sometimes because you think people can't receive it the way it would come out of you.
3: You know, it's interesting because I think the older I've gotten, I don't know if it's like just learning that it's not always received well or if it's like becoming wiser and like mm. older but i do think that my the, the the part of me that wants to speak truth to people has been like dampened a lot mm. because i think early on in my life and and throughout my life i've had a lot of people not receive it well right and so now i think i'm really protective over how and when and even if my truth will come out. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's absolutely right. And mm. like I said, like we're type eight people are often misunderstood. Yeah. And we are so justice oriented and like protecting of especially the people that we trust. Yeah. Which the, the list is small. Yeah, I was about uh, to say, I know
0: that of both of y'all. Yeah, <laughs> that you both have tight groups. Yeah, because I think the misunderstanding a lot of times about the aggressiveness of eights is that there isn't love behind it. And more often than not, what I've seen, particularly, Annie, and in, in our friendship, because it's just really up close, is that if people wait a blink, they'll experience there's love right behind the things you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that always true? I mean, and well, it's not always true, but does that feel... Am I reading eights correctly in yeah. that? Yeah.
3: Um... I don't know if it's always love. Okay. I mean, sometimes it's like, like I, if I'm really honest, I think sometimes it is kind of just like, I'm ready to no. move on. Yeah. You oh, know, I just need to say the thing because I need to move on.
2: Well, yeah. and that's the thing, too, is that <laughs> I don't know if you have this happening to you, but people will say, Remember when you said this thing to me that was very direct and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? And I'm like, No. Nope. <laughs> Not Patrick. at all. They they literally replay the conversation. I'm like, yeah. don't remember. Yep. It's like really. I was like, no. Yeah. Like it's just it. Some of those direct and kind of like moments. We, for me at least, I have no. And then people are like, I was so hurt by that. It's like really. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt. I, yeah. I forgot about all of that.
0: Right. Right. Because you were just purely. Yeah. Doing life and doing and doing the next right thing for you.
2: Yeah. yeah that's right.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't think that's ever happened to me because I'm like, I feel like I'm very socially aware to the point that, like, I'll keep my mouth shut. Like, I like air on the other side. Mm. If I want to say something, sometimes I'm like, just walk away or mm-hmm, don't say anything.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your roles in your life probably play into this, too, because you're a mom and a wife, a pharmacist by trade, but you currently aren't doing pharmacy, right? Right. I'm yeah. like, do you go to work any of those days? I don't know. <laughs> but Patrick, you're a pastor. Yeah. Unmarried. Yeah. Are you in a relationship?
2: Uh, I was.
0: Okay. because <laughs> yeah, listen, let me tell you what's happening to the single people on this show. Getting hit up. Getting hit oh, up by people listening. Man. So I wanted to determine early <laughs> if, the, if the ladies could come a-knocking. Yeah. But, um, so you were. So you're currently. I'm currently single. Yeah. That's right. And so I wonder if some of this plays into your communication with people. Because Annie is living with three, four other people yeah. all the time, and you currently are not. Yeah. But you're a pastor,
2: right? And and I would and I definitely would say that's true. I mean, I think that when you, especially if you aren't living with anyone, like if you mm-hmm. are living alone, mm-hmm. you can really create some bad practices. And, Man, no matter your number, no right? matter your number, yeah. you can create some bad practices and bad behavior mm-hmm. that. Having a family, having a household of people, it forces you to, like, exist and not be just, like, your average self whenever you want to be mm-hmm. all the time. So how do you right?
0: beat that? What, how do you keep from the bad behaviors?
2: Um, well, I, I mean, I have a housemate currently. I am ah, so, okay. like, that's – so I have someone who is living in, in the You have like to share space, space with, right? yeah. And so – but outside of that, that's where um, spiritual practices – that's where – so one of the best gifts – I gave myself as a human and as a pastor and as a leader is I created something that is very outside of what I would normally do, mm-hmm. which is uh, a silent retreat. Like I do at least once or twice a year, I co-lead these silent retreats. And for and for some eights, it's all about um, stillness. So just being like stopping mm-hmm. and just being still and sitting in that silence, mm-hmm. which even as someone who is a more of an extroverted person, that people think, "Oh, how do you even do that?" But mm-hmm. what people don't understand is that when you finally enter into a silent retreat or contemplative space, as an as an extroverted person and as an eight who has all this energy, you go deep really quick. Mm. It hits you inside quickly. yourself, right? Yeah, because you're not always inside yourself. Right. You're usually just reacting, reacting, moving, moving, going, going. But when you stop and slow down. Like, oh, okay, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I can, I can do this. And the other thing too that helps in uh, is I go to title boxing.
0: Ah, there you go, that'll do it. The boxing, one in Green Hills, yeah, that's yeah, the main one. that's a good one.
2: Boxing for any of the like gut numbers, aggressive kind of numbers uh, types is awesome.
0: Gets it out because he
2: gets it out. Yeah. So when I I hit that bag, <laughs> and some people are like, what? Are, who are you mad at? Like, no one. It's just <laughs> getting out the energy that is like. Sometimes you are, sometimes you're mad at a situation or an injustice happening, but instead of like me throwing out words, venom on people, it's, it's hitting this heavy bag. Mm -hmm.
0: Annie, how, your husband is a seven. Yeah. And then you have three kids. Mm -hmm. How has that refined you? Like he's talking about the spiritual disciplines and the housemaid and boxing has living with a seven. I mean, (laughs) a lot of your close friends are seven, so sorry about your life. That is
3: true. Yeah. How has that refined you, you think? I mean, I think it's just like God's grace to me, um, the people that he's put in my life that really love me well and intentionally and like see past the the harshness and the directness. And, you know, I just think the I, I really just think it has been about people that are willing to step in mm-hmm. and Live life with me and also like help me. Yeah. You know,
0: will you tell the story? This is one of my favorite Annie Barnes stories. Mm-hmm. Will you tell the story <laughs> of when you were in college and left your train ticket in America and you went to <laughs> Europe? This is to me, this is like epitome of college eight. Oh, really? I, can't, I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. You tell me if I'm wrong, Patrick, but this feels like such an eight story to me.
3: So when I was after. Because we're
0: past the statue of limitations. You aren't going to go to jail. Yeah, with After
3: my junior year of college, <laughs> I went with. Some girls over to Europe and we did the whole backpacking thing. And I accidentally left my URL pass that I had bought with my own money (laughs) um, in Atlanta before I left. And so for four weeks, we backpacked through Europe and I did it all without a URL pass. And what we had done this is amazing. What we did was we came up with these. And thankfully, my friends were on board, because if if any of them had been a one, I don't think it (laughs) would have worked. Oh, I love them, but you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. They're going to follow the rules. (laughs) Yeah.
3: um, But we just came up with, like, different ways of, like, different systems. Like, one time I would go to, I would, like, pretend like I was asleep when the conductor passed through, and they would never, like, try to wake me up. Or a few times I would, like, hide in the bathroom, and then we'd trade URL, because it, they would never like test to look at your URL pass with your ID. Right. They would just look to make sure you had one, and so yeah. So the for whole four trip weeks. without a
0: ticket, but not because she didn't have the money, and not because she didn't believe in the system. She, had she already... spent the money exactly.
3: Well, exactly. I, I, I didn't already have, done have done the money <laughs> to do it again. I didn't yeah, have yeah. the money to do it again. The money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And so justice says, "I've already bought this ticket. Yeah. I will ride on these trains. Yeah. Yeah. I just." I, I love that story so much. I would have done the same thing. Really? Yes.
3: Yes, because yes. you're like, I've already that sound, done That this. sounds
2: normal. I'm like, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And it was like a <laughs> significant commitment to yeah. do that. Oh, yeah. No yeah. kidding. For all of us. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. For every girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For all of us. <laughs> they all had to do it. Okay. So
0: when an eight is really healthy, y'all go toward a two. Uh-huh. And you get really helper and thoughtful of others. And I've seen that in both of y'all. When... Can you tell me times when you've experienced the two-ness rise up in you and go like, oh, I can feel that this is me being a healthy version of myself?
3: I think for me, a lot of a two resonates. Yeah. Um, And especially the, like, inherent intuitiveness about people's needs. I feel like I do have, like, a real intuitiveness about Mm. friends of mine or people that I maybe don't even know that might need something. Yeah. it doesn't feel like a chore to meet the need. No. It's yeah. like a gift.
2: Yeah, it's a gift. And there are moments. Uh, what's beautiful about a, a healthy, like a, an eight going to that two in health is, yes, it's that intuitive nature. But then think about when when you have a positive, healthy eight giving you encouragement. Mm-hmm. It is it all the strength and power yeah. that an eight has. Mm-hmm. has. And it's very direct. And you're like, I can do whatever. I've just talked to this. I can do it. Yeah. And I think when we're in that place of health and when we deliver that encouragement, when we deliver that comfort, it's so, it's all of our boldness. It's all of that energy. Yeah. It's all of that. But it's in this most helpful, positive way. And I think that those that are very close to type eights, so like yeah. they they feel that often and they love they get to experience that. Yeah.
0: How do we as non eights help you go toward to help you be your best self? How, do, how even in response to your moments of giving or your moments of sharing or your moments of encouraging, how do the rest of us help you stay healthy like that? Is there a way?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because in part, I would say not all uh, type eights, but a lot. We don't want the, we don't want you to say all of that.
0: Yeah, right. We
2: don't, we don't want it. We don't. Right. We don't want the congratulations. Good job. This yeah. is awesome. We don't. We just receive it. And so, what do you
3: want? <laughs> oh, we, well, we don't need your help. We
2: all don't right. need. Yeah, we don't need your help.
3: Oh, that's what you want to say. We don't need your help. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. How do we yeah.
2: say this? And and <laughs> and <laughs> truth be told, best. you're ch- you're charting into trying to get us to be vulnerable which you know
0: not me right now is that what you're saying
2: any well, well the fact that you have a, we just we're
0: I'm not trying to push nothing we're
2: we're <laughs> you're not trying to push anything but you know when we like oh, it's tough yeah it's tough to put into words because typically we don't need the we help
0: We don't
3: need help well and, and the i think i think for so as a weird. two uh, going towards that too i think when i've listened when i listen to the two podcast mm-hmm. Like, I think one thing that made me thankful for in my two-ness is that I don't have that sense of value. I don't need to, and I don't right. I actually don't need to be even told thank you. Yeah. Like, no. I'm happy to like give or do or, you know, yeah. go overboard. And like, you know, Dave a lot of times will be like, Annie, you did all this stuff. And like, you're going to get nothing for it. And I'm like, I know. You it's just fine. helped at
0: a friend's wedding yeah. and did so much. and Yeah. Yeah.
3: And it's fine. Like, yeah. it, I, I'm, I am i don't need, I don't have find value. I don't need to be identified with that stuff or find value. I don't do it for, like, there's no undercurrent of, like, I'm doing this because I need something.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. You're just doing it. Yeah, yeah. So when yeah.
3: we just say thank you,
0: that's good. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Great.
2: Okay. Yeah. Thank Super. you. Super. You're welcome. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Let's get on to the next thing. Let's oh get on to the gosh, next thing. Right.
0: Okay. So tell
3: me what eights are afraid of.
0: Because you don't. You're not waiting on people to tell you
1: what no, you need.
3: I'm afraid. I mean, there's a lot of things. I think the main thing for me is I'm afraid that I'm afraid to be controlled. I'm afraid mm. to lo- to lose control and someone else take it.
0: Yeah. Ann Kron says I don't have to that eights say I don't have to be in control, but I don't want you to control me. Yeah. Yeah. So you're afraid of being controlled in a way yeah. that you did not agree
3: to. The moments in my life where I felt like I didn't have a choice, or that someone was making a choice for me, mm-hmm. are the times that I like get sure. the most uncomfortable and yeah. the most like angry and and like.
2: And it happens for me. i do not if it. Happens in my gut. Like I know. Like, no. I know something. My control is in danger, mm. and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And because
0: eight nine one is gut triad. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And so for sometimes it's a body, it's kind of a body ache or a body tension where it's, it's like, so where it's like, oh, it's the same thing happens when an injustice is happening not to us but to others. It's like this, this is not, I feel it, this is not good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can come over someone, I don't know, I don't like this, This something's not right. Okay. I don't know what it is yet, but I figure it out, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. not good. Mm-hmm. And especially the fear, and the fear of not having control is... It's one of the things that when I heard it, I was like, yes, mm, absolutely. That means that's 100%, me. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And so
0: people in relationship with AIDS, we need to be careful not, as best we can, not to make decisions for eights, but to invite eights into making a decision together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's... No?
3: Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think
2: that's good.
0: Yeah. Because it feels like if I make a decision for you, you feel controlled.
3: Not in like little things. Not if you were like, hey, we're going to this dinner. Restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, okay.
0: Big, That's good. Big that's good for me to know. Yeah. So it's not like, Annie, yeah. here's three options you pick because you're an no, A. No, 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 no. No, it's
3: not like that. It's like the big stuff. Like recently I learned, I, I like wasn't fully aware of the school system for my daughter uh-huh. and like was kind of told that she wasn't going to be going to kindergarten next year because they had like set it up where she wasn't. and uh-huh. And like it literally felt like someone had just taken away my ability to make a choice for my own child. Mm. And that was, like, not good. Right. Like, for the, first, for the next, like, two weeks, I was, like, not happy about it. Mm. And, and then we came around and started talking about it and, like, really, you know, it all worked out. But at the beginning of me feeling like someone had made a choice for me that they didn't let me into, and it was with my own child, like, mm-hmm. that was not okay with me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so bigger decisions, yeah, yeah, decisions. not yeah. the everyday where no, we get coffee, no, 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 no.
0: what ha- what seats are no. we on on the airplane, not that kind of stuff. No. The big like life things don't control that. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's right. So for partners of eights, it's a bigger deal to think through how y'all make decisions mm-hmm. than friends of eights.
3: Yeah, and I don't know that Dave ever makes me feel that way, really. Right. Yeah, because because we're, we're like yeah, okay, and, and we're like on the same team, yeah, you know, yeah. like.
0: Patrick, do you yeah. ever feel that with a boss? Because you have a pastor who's a head Yeah. You're not the oh, senior yeah. pastor. I'm not a
2: senior pastor. Yeah. No. I think part of it too is it's it's fine if a decision is made. Especially if it if it feels like that's a that's a just and good and right decision and I can fall because I'm I know that I'm working on a team. I know that I'm working for someone. Yeah. But if for some reason it feels like you're being disingenuous or not completely truthful or whatever mm. it looks like then that's where the problem comes like micromanaging is an issue not just here's the policy right policies right. are fine you know rules are fine but it's just like if you're trying to micromanage mm. me i i even say you're when like, I, I can get,
0: read that manual yeah
2: <laughs> i even say even for most most of the jobs that i've had like one of the things, like, in, like, don't micromanage me, because mm. I will, I will leave. Yeah, because I can go and work. I'll work. I'll work at a coffee shop. I'll work yeah. picking up. I'll do anything. <laughs> right. Like, I'm and not if you gonna give be. Me space, you give yeah. me. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna be. I'm not the one. And if you mm-hmm. think that, like, oh, I'll I'll catch you in a a pickle. It's like, no, you won't. I don't yeah. think you're saying like, I will literally <laughs> walk out of this <laughs> space right now and won't. Think any different about yeah, it, like yeah. But you know,
0: y'all are reson- I'm resonating so much with what most of what you are saying because my because of my eight wing that mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I get that, yeah, I yeah, and <laughs> I get that. I'll walk out of here and not look back for you. Yeah,
2: and it's like, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm like, well, that may have been the best decision, but I'm but I'm fine with it, mm-hmm. and I'm satisfied with it because mm-hmm. I have my I'm I'm in control of what comes next. Mm-hmm. And but like when
0: someone makes your schedule at work, Annie, as a pharmacist, it would it, that's not the control you that bugged you.
3: No, because I knew that was what I signed up for. Yeah, Yeah. it's what I signed up for. You know what you're doing on your Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. So I know exactly That's not what feels controlling. Okay. But if you don't follow through with what you said, or you tell me something that doesn't, that you don't follow through with, Uh that is like not cool.
0: Okay. When it comes to that, when it comes to the work thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. Follow through is a big deal. Follow through.
0: Yeah. I know that in real life friendship with both of y'all, that how the thing, how the words play out speak way more to you than the words.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation with Patrick and Annie for just a second to tell you about our friends at Rothy's. Y'all, Rothy's shoes are stylish, sustainable, and comfortable enough for everyday wear anywhere. Y'all probably heard me talk about them before. They make really beautiful shoes for women and girls, but they make them out of plastic water bottles. They're insanely comfortable and machine washable. I have a pink pair, the pointy ones that are really bright pink, and I love them so much. They really are incredibly comfortable. They are the everyday flats for life on the go. They're so versatile and really cute, and they come in a wide range of colors and patterns. They're available in four different silhouettes, plus they're constantly launching new styles, so you're guaranteed to find a pair or, like, 11 that you love like I have. They have, like, playful designs that adds a pop of color to every outfit while still looking polished and professional. And since they're seamlessly crafted from recycled water bottles, they're incredibly comfortable as soon as you slip them on so that you don't have to do that, like, break-in period that it just, like, will ruin your life. I know. There's always free shipping and free returns or exchanges with no risk, no worries, and no reason not to try, you guys. It will blow your mind that they're made from recycled plastic water bottles. In fact, Rothies has diverted over 25 million water bottles from landfills, y'all. That is insane. And here's a great thing that my sister told me the day that I got my Rothy's. She already had a pair. It's how much she loves that they're machine washable. And I love that too, that you can just toss them in there and they will get all clean. It's like you have a brand new pair of shoes. Check out all their amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash sounds fun. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sounds fun to get your new favorite flats. And now back to the show. Okay, tell me... So my next question. Oh, tell nice. me what you're most proud of. What do you love about being an 8?
3: You know, it's funny because I have, like, had so much shame around being an 8. Really? Like, ever since I... I mean, forever. I, like, yeah. hate telling people I'm an 8. Yeah. Um, if you want to give me a compliment and I tell you I'm an 8, like, I'm always complimented when people are like, what? You're an eight? (laughs) Um,
2: Which, you know, a lot of the Enneagram master teachers say, that's the point. Yeah. The point is, is that people are surprised that you're that type. Mm-hmm. That means that you're doing the work. That means that you're working in health. If someone's like, "You're an eight, it's like, "Yeah." It's like I never would have guessed that. Ah, uh, great.
0: Okay, that means you're being healthy. <laughs> yeah, it means I mean, you're the being same healthy. would be true about a seven. Yeah, seven. A seven. A seven. You're if, a seven. If, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. You're a like, seven. You you get things done. You get things done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally get that.
3: But I've thought, I have thought a lot about like what I'm proud of as an yeah. eight, and it hasn't been easy to do that because mm-hmm. I think I have associated so many negative things with being innate. I think I'm proud of a lot of things about being innate. One thing I'm proud of is and thankful for is that I'm like very self-confident and mm-hmm. I don't struggle with you know not doing something because I'm afraid of it or like not saying no because I'm afraid I might hurt someone's feelings like I'm like confident in my choices and and. And I don't feel like I make choices based on other people's things. Yeah, Like I can make them and like walk away from it and be fine. And that's like kind of a gift, I Mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. I think Dave and I were talking about last night and he was like, Annie, you have the biggest heart of any number. Like an eight has a huge heart. And not, I mean, most people don't really get to see that, sadly. But if you can get past the like, the armor that we have on, yeah. like our hearts are really very big. And really tender, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's a gift. Yeah.
2: That is probably the most well that'll we'll talk about that later, but our tender heartness is true. Some yeah. people don't believe it to be true, but I'm telling you, it's true. Yeah. And I'm most proud of I love that I'm so justice leaning. Like I'm I want to stand up for the people who are being overlooked, you know, yeah.
0: and so apes are more inclined to stay and stand up versus leave. Some would, yeah. Yeah. If, I
2: don't you're, think that's passionate that's true, if you're passionate about it, if you're passionate about it, if it gets you, because when you get it, when you get the passion, and that's the thing too, is like I love that I'm so passionate about things, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that um, some people like. There's like, oh well, you know, it's fine, and mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. It's like no, yeah. to me, it's like no, that the way that it is is not good, mm-hmm. is wrong. Mm-hmm. So. I am going to be about the change, and I'm not. I'm not going to leave not yeah. not until I feel like I've done all that I could do. Yeah,
3: I've seen
0: that justice in you too,
3: Annie. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think too that like people that are friends with eight, you you could say this might appreciate how we're truth tellers. Yes, and we're we're like, you know, we're pretty intuitive. I mean, you know, Dave and I laugh all the time because I. Always think I'm right because I really am. Usually, always right.
2: <laughs> that's <But> true.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I'm there. I know. That's why I think I'm right because the the majority yeah. of the time, yes, it pans yes. out. To the think vast you're right. majority of the yeah. time,
2: we rarely are are Type Eights wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but honestly, what the the gift that y'all bring so much is that combination of a tender heart truth-telling, and often being correct in what you're leading us toward. But once people really are close to you, your tender heart shows the reason behind why you're telling the truth.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and I think, too, that um, you said something earlier, which is true. And I think that the older that you get, and especially if you come across this tool as a type 8, you 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 just grow and mm. you you tend to, like, Figure it out, like young the young versions of Patrick, as not knowing that he was a type eight. Like sure. there were some dicey moments, yeah, and moments that you know b- bridges were burned, mm-hmm. you know, and things happened. Yeah. But now, like the older that I, that I get, it's like okay, like and I think too, as you edge closer and closer to that second half of life. So I have a seven wing. Yeah. Which, you know, that's why some people are like, oh, you look, you're so happy and excited. So, yeah, thank goodness for the seven wing. Because if I was just pure eight, it would be, it may not be the best Mm -hmm. thing ever, right? Mm -hmm. And I think for for me, as I get older and I get more and I start moving and growing that nine wing.
0: Right. Because your wings are on either side of your main number. Right.
2: And 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 a bird flies
0: better with both wings. You start
2: to fly a little bit better. It's like, okay, I don't have to do it all. I don't have to say it all. Mm. But I still will say, and I still will do. Yeah. But you just you you become hopefully wiser with uh, with every year that that yeah. you that you, yeah. uh, that you grow. So.
0: Tell me what you need God to say to you on a daily basis. What in your spiritual life? How does God connect to you as an eight?
3: I think this has been a journey for me in a lot of ways, but one thing that I feel like. God always has to tell me, or that I always have to tell myself, too, uh-huh. is that I am not in control. Mm. I have this vision of, God of like, uh, me and God being on two ends of, like, one of those huge um, tug-of-war ropes, uh-huh. where he's, like, on one end, just, like, barely touching it with his toe, and I'm on the other end, like, pulling with all my might all yeah. the time, yeah. like, constant, and sometimes he lets me get a tiny bit closer to the middle, but, like, then I, you know, it's like... I just feel like I'm always trying to, like, take control. And I have to remind myself, like, calm down. Mm-hmm. You're not in control. You know, I think that's been a good, like, thing for me to say about that. And I'll also say that my name, the name Anne, means full of grace. Yeah. And you know this, but my, like, prayer since I've been in high school is that God will make me what my name means mm-hmm. because oh, I good. think – that that's like something I recognize in my life that I need to be more full of grace. Like I need that, and i I really believe that like when I'm 80, that someone's gonna look at me and say like she's gracious. Like right now, I don't know that that anybody would like necessarily call me that, but I believe that that's my like life sort of direction. That God is like using my name and what I, my name means, what my identity is, to be to become that. Yeah,
0: that's That's beautiful. And yes, people would call you gracious. You are very (laughs) gracious. Yeah. Um, Uh, Patrick, what do you need from the Lord?
2: It's okay to be vulnerable.
0: Mm.
2: It's okay to be vulnerable, and that can be really challenging because it's not the natural mode of operating is to be vulnerable. Some people like that's just that's just who they are. So it's okay to to go into that space to move in that. In that direction, um, because and, and it is all wrapped up in it's all wrapped up in control and it's all wrapped up in trusting, right? Because as many folks who have read anything about the enneagram knows, is that eights what they say five people, maybe less, maybe more depending on the person. What do you mean? Five people that you trust. Oh, five the list. people that you trust. Yeah, is I five think it's or less. yeah, oh, bless. and I think some for some it's more for some eights they have learned to. Welcome more into that space But for a lot It's the, the list is Small
0: And from Suzanne Stabil's teaching That's way more about nature Than nurture It's not right. that you have these Necessarily have these Massive childhood wounds That made you not trust people yeah. Though that may play into it May play into it 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 is a lot That's yeah. just how you're born That's just
2: how Yeah And so for some And and, I, and I've talked to some Type 8s that That definitely Can Can Hold trust for more But for a lot It's It's five or less yeah. And And they can name them quickly, yeah. And they know them, and they don't like talking about it because it would, because they know that if they do, it would it would hurt some people's feelings. Because some Mm. people think that they that they are trusted by this type eight, and and it's not that it's like a oh you're you're not you're dishonest or you're not you know um, a person that I love or care support. It's just like I just don't I don't truly open up myself mm-hmm. to just any and everybody mm-hmm. and so for me I, 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 I love to hear from uh, from God is you can be vulnerable mm-hmm. you um, you can move into that space you can trust you can trust more it's it's okay mm-hmm. you're okay it's okay you can you can move into those areas and and have confidence in that yeah. you have confidence every in every other area you can, you can do it in this area. Yeah. And so, um, yeah.
0: What do you need other people to say to you to feel loved? How, what, what do people say that makes you feel loved
3: or do? I think that's a weird question because I don't think you can say anything to me to make me feel loved. Like, okay. I, th- I don't think there's something you can say. I think, you know, an eight sniffs out flattery. Like, I mean, it's our business, you yeah. know, like, I mean, If you tell me something that you're – because you're just telling me, like, it's going to just fall right off of me. I'm not going to, like – it's not going to even affect me, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I think it's more about being intentional and, like, being in relationship and being honest about who you are. I think, you know, the trust thing, like – I think that's the reason why. It's so the betray, like feeling betrayed, is so significant for an eight. Mm-hmm. Is because if you do get to the point where you really trust somebody, because it takes a long time to get there, feeling betrayed is like the worst feeling mm-hmm. for an eight. Mm-hmm. You know, like feeling like you really trusted somebody or thought they were a certain person or thought, you know, they were, whatever it was, and feeling betrayed is like massively deep because and really we're,
2: hard. Because we're we're rarely wrong. Mm-hmm. So when we get that wrong, we're like, what sure. what in the world?
0: Oh, you let one of them in. You let one in? Oh my gosh, how sad. Cuz
2: yeah, I thought I was right about you. I thought I was right yeah. about you and then you broke you broke the trust and now there's I I can't let I can't let you back in. I gosh. can't do it. I won't do it.
0: Yeah.
2: It's just a you we'll, we'll have a new we'll have a new a new norm. And I mean, that's why I mean even to lean in the you know, the teachings of Jesus, like the ministry of reconciliation is is in somewhat a challenging ministry. To to be fully reconciled with someone, like that's that's a different kind of work for a type eight because it's mm-hmm. like to be reconciled with that person who hurt, who broke the trust, who have who has done something so whatever, right? That's hard.
3: It's really hard. That's hard. Uh, Forgiveness is a is a thing that I'm like really wrestling with, even right now with the Lord. Like, what does that look like? How do you forgive somebody who doesn't ask for forgiveness? Like, because you know in your heart it's not you're not reconciled. That's really hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you guys. I I have known
0: the betrayal thing because I have a male friend I'm very close to who is an eight who was betrayed, and I watched it up close. I didn't realize the. Uh, ethos, for lack of a better word, behind sure. your brain of, but I thought I got this right. Right. So a betrayal is not only about them, it's about what your own understanding of you too. Mm-hmm. That's terrible.
3: And aid is just so guarded. Like there's so much around us that when we finally let, it takes so long and it's, it's such a, a special process to let that guard down. And we have to be sure in our mind that it's worth it. And then if, if it ends up not being worth it, it's really hard on us. Yeah. So when a
0: relationship ends, is that the same as if you walk away from a job that micromanages you? When a relationship ends, can you go, okay, bye. Like Mm -hmm. I'm walking away. Or is it feel more like the betray? It sounds like y'all have two responses to leaving. You have a, I'm walking. And you have a, are you walking? It, are you betraying me? Like, it sounds like there's two responses in leaving that lives in an eight.
3: I think, but the saddest part about it, and this is sad. I'm telling you it's sad. Cause I, I know it's sad that the process of r- leaving a relationship can be really hard, but once it, once all the sadness is over, it is easy oh. for me to be like, all right, see ya. Okay. Yeah. And so it's then, both. Uh, so you actually experience both.
2: Yeah. Because we are future oriented. Right. And so yeah, me too. we keep going. Mm-hmm. We don't live necessarily in the past. Not that we don't remember the past, mm. but we don't live there. Mm-hmm. We are we are moving forward. And so we'll experience it, and we'll experience it in a full way when it's happening. But then, give it a couple of weeks, maybe days, depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we got there's other work to be done, and there's yeah. other things to do, and there's other opportunities, and there's other things that I can be investing my time in and i'm not gonna like wallowing is not something that is done
0: yeah <laughs> and so for someone in relationship with an eight or in, in that has a relationship with an eight end watching them be okay one or two weeks later doesn't mean they didn't feel sad it's just how they process it's yeah. just different versus a four who oh. or a or even a seven who can stay in i mean we all of a sudden we're having fun and people are like Y'all just broke up and you're like, yeah, I'm having a great time. Yeah. You don't know I'm dying inside, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but outside I'm on a roller coaster. Right. So we're having right. F- we're fine. Yeah. yeah. Right. Wow, y'all. That is really interesting. I I did not know that part of eights.
3: Yeah, and it's interesting, like walking through betrayal with other numbers, like when, like you know, as a seven, mm-hmm. walking through when someone betrays a seven and like seeing it happen, like with Dave, he experienced that once, and I as an 8 was just like get over it why are you so sad about this all the time like just move on mm-hmm. you know he's he don't want to be friends with you anymore like whatever and you know i learned a lot in what and like walking through that with him because it made me have compassion on i think you know it's yeah. like it's all about learning each other and like becoming more compassionate and gracious yeah. towards each other but i think you learn a lot from Seeing how other people deal with that because it makes you realize, like, yeah, how I deal with it is not the best way, probably. Always, it's just yeah. my in- initial, the way I'm like wired to mm-hmm. feel, you know? Yeah,
2: that's why I think it's good for a type eight to have a type four friend.
3: Oh, yeah, really?
2: Yeah. Because it just
0: makes you see it up close.
2: Yeah, we see, yeah, you're, you're, they're in their feels all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or a lot of the
2: times. So yeah. I won't stereotype them like that. But yeah, it definitely is it, something like, oh, wow, you're. Okay, and I, that's I'm learning. I'm learning something. Yeah, and and I think too, like sometimes if you're a healthy, if you're healthy, eight type eight moving in that space of two, you can be a good pairing with a four that's going through it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because sometimes the four needs some of that.
0: Get up and go <laughs> hey, and come yeah. On, can, yeah, you got this. Yeah,
2: it's okay. Let me I'll, let's work through it. Let me help you push through this yeah. this thing.
0: Because y'all are challengers, that, right? Isn't that the word
2: oh, that yeah, describes yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah oh.
3: but I will say I can easily get burnout with oh, like, walking yes. through something with somebody <laughs> yeah. that Absolutely. they're they're like saying, I'm doing this I don't want to do it and, it. and they keep doing it and they keep doing it and they keep doing it. And I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Or I'm so, you know, I can't figure my life out or I can't, why do I blah, blah, blah. And like I get, can easily get burnout with being like, Dude, change it. Yeah. If you're burnt out, do something different. You yeah, know,
2: that's true. <laughs> that's I true. like that about you. It's one of my yeah. things
3: I like about
0: eights is in a,
3: if we were all at war,
0: you guys help us keep going. Yeah. And you guys go, okay, everybody get up. Let's go. Where I would go, like, I can't. You go, come on, let's go. Like,
2: but, but Jim died. It's like, I know. yeah, Jim is dead. Right. We got to go. We got time for this. We got stuff to do. We got yeah. stuff to yeah. do.
3: I think it's a discipline for me <laughs> Jim. to like, yeah, I think I've had to learn a discipline of like like sometimes in friendships if I'm realizing they're not going to make any changes to change the thing that's making them miserable, then sometimes I'm like I can't walk in like I can't do this anymore yeah. cuz making me miserable wanting to fix mm-hmm. all the things mm-hmm. that you're not fixing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because then you may it'll it will potentially dip us into an average space which then that's when you get right. That's when there's no
3: yeah,
0: y'all turn into there's a no, five. You draw. No, there's no yeah. tape
2: on the hands. And <laughs> yeah,
0: that's
2: right. <laughs> but yeah, we do. Yeah that, yeah, that five, going into five and help is a good. And that's a good move, too, because it helps us to think about. To be thoughtful. To be yeah. thoughtful, right? Yeah. And I would say, I think I was going to, I forgot to mention this, but one of the things that I really enjoy, too, as to kind of go back. I don't want to yeah. forget it, is mm-hmm. someone who, because we are the challenger, Someone who's willing to stay in to stay in the conversation and go back and forth. Like mm-hmm. someone who's willing to like, we're gonna like talk it out. I'm gonna get real passionate. You're gonna get and it's it's fun. It's great. Like mm-hmm. that's enjoyable where some people be like, You why are you so mad? what mm-hmm. what's going on? It's like I'm not we're just having a lively, fun, mm-hmm. challenging conversation. Don't walk away from it. Cause mm-hmm. like, well, of course you walked away from it. Yeah. You couldn't handle it. Like, yeah. but it's it's enjoyable and I've had those friends who are And maybe it's like,
0: that they could not that they couldn't handle it, so they didn't understand They didn't what understand. They, what, it. Right. That's that, right. What that's right. What was strengthening the relationship yeah. was the conversation. Right. Because so many numbers feel like the difference between an eight and a one to me, like I think about our friend David who's married to the Enneagram six Kate that was on the show. David's an 8 and and when I started in friendship with him and we would get into something I'd be like I'm going to walk away because I don't want to I don't want us to hurt each other and he was going this is us getting closer yeah. as friends. Yeah. And I was like yeah this is hard for me but we're going to sit in this because this is what friendship looks like and yeah. he would ease up because he knows I'm a 7 yeah. and I would stay in because I know he's an 8.
2: Yeah. And that and that gets you closer to that trust circle yeah. because you're like, okay, like you're, mm-hmm. you are like sparring if you will, or yeah. the, you know, just being in conversation. And, mm-hmm.
0: and that's funny because he loves boxing too. I wonder yeah. if that's the eight. <laughs> next <laughs> summer we'll do that. You yeah. need to boxer. come do some boxing, boxing, <laughs> <a> boxing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? Bag, a bunch of yeah. bag yeah. in the house. It's great. That's what we'll do next summer for any summer 2020 is <laughs> exercise for every Enneagram number. <laughs> that's funny. Um, is there anything about eights we didn't say that y'all want to make sure we say? this is your chance to, you know, the goal of these shows is that people would love and and honor and be gracious toward all the other numbers and to themselves if they are an eight. Is there anything we forgot to say
3: about eights that y'all want to make sure we say? I feel like there's so much about an eight. Mm -hmm. Like we could go on and on and on. I know.
2: Um, I I think the big thing is uh, just try to uh, understand. We want under, Mm -hmm. like try to understand that we're not trying to control you we're not trying to control a situation mm. we're just not trying to be controlled yeah and so understand that when you have a type 8 in your life that that's what's going on mm-hmm. most likely yeah i can't i can't i can't speak for every single person that you're speaking for every single every, one of yeah, them yeah exactly yeah. yeah so but i would say i think there's a piece of of a lot of 8s that wants to be vulnerable wants mm-hmm. to open themselves up but they there's so much there's so many walls and stuff that's keeping them from doing that Mm -hmm. and so just hang in there and Mm -hmm. it will it will come out and will maybe come out at a surprising moment you may be Mm -hmm. you may not be ready for but it's gonna come out and just um, yeah be ready to receive that when that type 8 in your life starts to share some inner thoughts and feelings and perspectives that, that they've been holding on to because yeah. they're afraid that people can't well they can't handle it. Yeah.
3: Right?
2: Yeah. Um it was something else I was gonna say you may have well something.
3: I think back to like what you were just saying about the sparring and the challenging like you have to remember that an eight is a challenger. And a lot of times I will take the other side of something Not even because I believe in the other side, just for the sake of like (laughs) representing the other side. Ah. And it's like energizing for me and not, I I don't feel like I'm usually abrasive in that way, but I don't tend to like agree. I mean, even in this podcast, like I haven't agreed with you the whole time. Like I, like, it's like an instinctual sort of, Dave will sometimes be like, do you really think that? Or are you just saying that? Because you're taking the other side, like, Uh You know, it's like energizing for me and enjoyable and like sort of fun yeah. to to like be like, wait, what? What did yeah. you say? I don't know if I think that. Yeah, you we know, we
2: can't we can't help it. Yeah. Like literally all the time. Yeah. Even though I, I like I'm on this you're on this person's side. Why are you, you like that uh-huh. position? Like, uh let me let's just talk about Let's the just other talk about side. the side. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the thing you will do, both of you do really well is balancing that innate thing in you. And knowing the other person on the other side of what they can handle and what, you know, the safety of that friendship. And so I think that's the healthiest spot is (laughs) being you and doing you, but not bulldozing.
3: One thing I was going to say, like, at the beginning of this podcast, which I didn't, but is that contrary to, like, what people may believe, like, I have a lot of friends that, like... (laughs) Like that really, that really, I think, believe, I believe that they really love me. And I think sometimes I'll read an eight or I'll read about an eight and I'm like, why would anybody want to be friends with me? Like Mm. I ask friends sometimes, like, why do you want to be friends with me if I act this way? You know, (laughs) because I know that I'm like, I can be all of those things that are, Mm -hmm. you know, descriptive of an eight. But yet at the same time, like, I don't know. Yeah. I have yeah, a lot of oh, friends. Oh, we both, both have lovable. lots of friends. Shockingly, yeah. We, yeah. Have friends. we have yeah. friends. Yeah. But oh I would say I
2: would say that within that's the beautiful thing about this beautiful thing about this tool is I think if any of the types were just that like a just a 6 yes. or you're just a 7 or you're just a 2 you may not have any friends. But yeah, I think that's the, right. the combination of that plus a wing is that's that yeah that's what connects I could be I could be friends with that. I could be friends with that particular type person but I think that if it was just pure raw eightness coming at you, like sure that would be hard. But like (laughs) in eight with a nine wing, cool. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Eight with a seven wing, yes. Like that's fun. Um so I think that's that is true. I'm I feel the same way that I I do resonate with the, when I read about like the the small trust circle, but as far as like friends, like I have lots of friends and I get along with lots of people. Um, But yeah, that's, yeah. H do have friends. Y'all do have friends. We have have lots of friends. I know.
3: I know so many of your friends. There's this one verse that I was going to read that I found last Mm -hmm. summer. And I don't know, for whatever reason, this verse has like really stuck out to me. And one of my friends gave me a bracelet with it on there. Oh, wow. Because I love it so much, but... It's Isaiah forty eleven. It says, He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. I feel like that for me was such a transformative verse for me, for my view of God, because I think the words he gently leads mm. those who have young, like I pray that I, I pray for gentleness a lot because I, want that. And I know that that is a fruit of the spirit that the spirit gives me. I just feel like it gets overshadowed by a lot of other things. But the thought of like God gently leading me, it it feels like there's this nurturing side of the Lord that it's like, I don't know, for whatever reason, it feels like it makes me feel so safe. And Mm -hmm. so Cared for because that's not something that we, that I as an eight, tend to like value, you know? And so to think of God as like gently leading me and like nurturing me and carrying me close to his heart is a very like vulnerable, yeah, like picture for me. And I really have appreciated that. Yeah, I love that.
2: Yeah, um, a couple other, I guess, takes for being in a relationship with a type eight is when it comes to even vulnerability. Um, for me, I'll speak for me and perhaps a couple other eights out there is type eights out there is when it comes to sharing intimate, vulnerable things, a lot of, of definitely some, maybe a lot of eights will have certain things that they will share that will that will be very vulnerable. Uh-huh. but they know what they know ahead of time this is what this is how this is what I can share uh-huh. and I'm comfortable sharing uh-huh. that is kind of vulnerable but not like not like deep down vulnerable yeah. because we because in, what an eight is growing up, what you realize is like, oh, I have to I have to like be a little bit I have to share something. Right. So I need to figure out what the something is that I want uh-huh, to share uh-huh. and I will share it.
3: Sure. The eight wants vulnerability from other people. Mm-hmm. And so in order it's like leading in the way yeah. that you want to receive yeah. like right. yeah. if you're vulnerable even though you're not really fully vulnerable. Sure. It's getting someone else to it be vulnerable it. and that it it, is yeah. where yeah, that's what yeah. we respect in people uh-huh. is mm-hmm. honesty, vulnerability right. like Dave always says when I come home and say and like meet a new friend and say, she was so down to earth and like real. he's like, that's when I know you want to be friends with them
2: yeah, yeah. because yeah.
3: they're honest, they're real, they're direct like you know i I don't like people that act different around different people, yeah you know and
2: yeah. that's why eights and threes have a real tough time sometimes yeah. Yeah. because the three is such a performer, and the eights like.
3: Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you? Who are, are you, you, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to break are you, are you down and I'm yeah. going to
2: figure it out because yeah. I don't. Mm, mm-mm. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> that
0: makes sense. Eight and threes. Okay, so last question we're going to ask. It's always the last question on the show. What sounds fun to you? The show's called That Sounds Fun. Y'all tell me what sounds fun to you as an eight.
3: I mean, I think right now in my life, what sounds really fun is we um, have this little cabin in the woods, yeah. in the middle of the woods and it's like my happy place i love going out there i love being in nature and for me what sounds so fun like for the fourth of july we always have a lot of friends come out and cook out and hang out and the kids run around and that is like so fun yeah i love having all my people and new people and old people and yeah you're so
0: good about inviting new people to things
3: playing together and you know, having no agenda. I love that. Yeah. That sounds really fun. It oh,
2: does sound fun. Um, well, I'm going to Lollapalooza. Okay, so are that you? Who fun. Who
0: made you want to go? Is there a particular artist?
2: Uh, Ariana. Sure. Just, That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, let me just. going great. I'm gonna be in it. Yeah. Vulnerable. <laughs> Vulnerable. Yeah. That. There it is. <laughs> I love no, her. but Tame and Paula is going to be there. It's going to be great. So that okay. sounds fun. Another thing that always sounds fun to me, and I do this every year, first week of December, is karaoke week. I love to sing karaoke. The oh
0: first week of December,
2: I go sing karaoke seven nights Patrick, in a row. I did not know this about you. Every first week what's of December, what's your song? Uh, the go-to first one is No Diggity, <laughs> of uh-uh. course. <laughs> So we got that do That is one.
3: amazing.
2: And then it gets really random. Like there's a, like I like doing Matchbox 20. I don't sure. know why. They're just easy Rob to Thomas, see. Sure. It's just easy. Uh, Weezer, of course, okay. is on the list. Of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> and uh, Blessed Union of Soul. Remember that band? Oh,
0: man, yes. Okay, the first week of December. Yeah. Where? Do you go to Santa?
2: All, all over the city. There's okay. so many places to go. Okay. So I just go to a different spot every night.
0: Okay, wow. We're going to check in with you in December because that is a new story. Yeah, there you go. Um, Thank you guys for being on the show. I appreciate your eightness and appreciate you making time for this. So I love y'all. Whoo, friends, that was such a great conversation, though. I'm so grateful for Patrick and Annie and just telling us what it is like. I love that they didn't even get along all the time. (laughs) So 80. I I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. So grateful for them and eights, I'm just thankful for the way y'all lead and challenge and do uh make our world. It, it just feels like my eights in my life are the ones who who remind me to keep going and to and to to carry on and to lead well. So I'm thankful for eights. You guys, there's that means there's only one more NES Summer 2019 show left. It's the Nines coming on Thursday. But man, I've so loved this series. Thank you for all you've shared it with your friends. I mean, we just Never dreamed that we would take up most of the top 10 shows on (laughs) iTunes and be the number one podcast in our Christian space. I mean, it's just crazy. I'm I'm so thankful for how y'all have shared the shows. I hope you've enjoyed this one as well. If you need anything else from me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F Downs all over the place. F as in favorites, because today... Those Enneagram Eights are my favorites. I'm so grateful for them. Any up downs, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you might want to find me. And if you want to talk about the podcast, Ennea Summer 2019 is the hashtag we're using. And then we always use the hashtag that sounds fun podcast. So just join in the conversation and chat with us, too. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. We'll see you back here Thursday with our Enneagram Nines, you patient, patient people grateful for you nines. We'll see you guys on Thursday.